It's the most wonderful time of the Welcome back to Trending in Education. Dan Schraver, Michael Palmer, Brandon Jones with you. It's part two of our holiday gift-giving episodes. We're not actually giving gifts. We're, we're telling you which gifts might be good for the long-time learner in your world, uh, who that may be, a husband, a wife, a, a father, a mother, an adult learner. Uh, we are here to discuss some gifts for them. But first and foremost, Brandon, have you done your holiday shopping yet? Are you an early shopper or are you somebody who waits the last minute? I'm so last minute. Everybody in my life, uh, there are fewer and fewer people in my life, uh, but everybody <laughs> in my life just hates me for this, that like, I'm literally like, I will get you a card on the way to seeing you the day of the celebration uh, if, I'm, if I'm able to do that. So uh, do as I pod, not as I do. Michael, how about yourself? Are you somebody who gets out in front of gift giving or, or are you... Uh, more, more waiting for Amazon Prime shipping uh, leading up to the holiday season. Yeah, I, I, tr I, I aspire to be right. a Cyber Monday guy, you know, like to find the good online deals. Like this year, I think, uh, you know, growth mindset this year was the first time I was able to uh, engage in Amazon Prime Day. So like that was a, a step in the right direction. And then this year, for whatever reason, I feel a little more primed, maybe because we've been doing a trending show. We've been looking at gifts. Like I actually... I'm aspiring to knock out uh, some of that action uh, quick and digital because uh, also I like how uh, it handles the shipping for you too. Uh, you know, to and they'll gift wrap it for you. It's pretty yeah. crazy. Yeah, because you're not exactly going to – there's quite a few folks who I'd like to get gifts who I'm not necessarily going to see. Right. Uh, so that, that is a nice part about the online version as well. Well, we're coming off an episode where we talked about uh, potential STEM or educational gifts for uh, kids, for students. Uh, now we're going to talk about lifelong learners and uh, adult uh, gifts uh, in education. Uh, Brandon, uh, last time out, we talked a lot about uh, the STEM and robotics and, and those different things that might be out there for kids. Uh, what are you seeing out there in the world for uh, somebody you might be trying to gift for, uh, get a gift for that's a lifelong learner, somebody who's just looking to learn something new or, or is uh, appreciative of something that's a challenge in, in a way of a gift? Yeah, I think that some of the same things are for that are for kids are for adults too. Um, you know, in the coding and robotics space, which you know, we heart bots here. Um, there's, uh, there's things from great courses or, um, you know, Coursera, Udemy, or, you know, any of the, the actual like learning, um, ob objectively learning focused uh, options out there. Uh, I think those are all good for, for lifelong learners. Um, obviously, that's what they're there for. But I think that's a, that's a nice holiday idea for, for them as well. And Mike, uh, you'd done a lot of uh, digging uh, over uh, the past week or so into some of these gifts. What, what stood out to you? What's something that maybe is on your Christmas list this year? Uh, you know, it's interesting. I, we were talking on last week's uh, show about gifts for, uh, for kids. Uh, I did think some of those uh, toys, the robotics toys, I was kind of intrigued uh, for my own use and for like adult use. Uh, one in particular was... Uh, Anki's uh, Cosmo robot, uh, which is one that's been getting a lot of uh, adoption within uh, some other, uh, I, I think Google and uh, other programming uh, establishments are saying code against this particular uh, uh, robot. Uh, even like Anki was one that Georgia State's computer science program uh, did some pretty interesting robotics, robotics training around, uh, around the Cosmo robot. 
so I thought that was an interesting robot. And then the other robot that I, I find interesting is Pepper, because uh, Pepper is appearing everywhere. And Pepper is kind of a humanoid uh, robot. So it looks a little bit like a miniature uh, C-3PO uh, uh, droid. Uh, except it moves around a little more like R2-D2. So like it actually okay. rolls around kind of like a Roomba. So like if you put like a half-size C-3PO upper body attached to kind of like the bottom half of like an Oscar statue that rolls around like a Roomba, uh, that gets you, that gets you well, a pretty pepper. good visual, yeah. Thank yep. you. It's a, for the, for the, those of you listening at home, which I, I, or you may be on the go. But everyone, <laughs> everyone's listening. So like I'm interested in the robots, and I'm also curious as uh, – as some some hit, some miss, which ones are the right ones to adopt so that you can start to engage in like a broader conversation? Because it is interesting, uh, you know, I made the point last week about platforms. Um, some of these robotics toys and how you program for them uh, is going to become a more standard way of uh, programming in the future, which is sort of that bridge into the physical. And then also a lot of them come with visual programming which um, I, I think I would take to better than traditional coding, which is all you know, text and a little bit abstracted. So um, I'm kind of curious about uh, Cosmo, Pepper, some of the, the robots. Like which robot do you buy an adult learner in the holiday season 2017? I think that's an interesting question. Yeah, I think that it depends on her or him mm -hmm. um, and what her or his interests are. And I think you... Uh, some of these robots are not cheap either. No, Pepper is. I think Pepper also you can only buy in Japan. Is that right? <laughs> I don't know what's going on with Pepper. I think it's we're gonna, available. We're going to share a lot. Of, there's one of the most awkward keynotes I've ever seen uh -huh. is Neil deGrasse Tyson uh, introducing uh, a Clinton Global Initiative session with Pepper as his co-host, and it's just it is like the uncanny valley for like three minutes. Like they're, nice. they and they have like they end with a really awkward hug. <laughs> and like, I just find all that stuff to be really fascinating, but I kind of, I don't want, I'm almost to the point where I don't want to just watch it. I actually want to, I want, I kind of want a pet robot. Yeah. And like, what pet robot should I buy? Yeah. So it's uh 1700 for pepper. Uh, and it's uh, an additional $134 a month for 36 months for maintenance. And then you can get insurance on top of that for $89 a month. Right. That's not a bad deal. That isn't bad. It was funny. Like one of the, uh, one of the, I, I, I kind of went deep on pepper, but like uh, one of the uses is in France. They've, uh, they've installed peppers at uh, some of their metro stations and some of their uh, transit stations. So they're like helping with uh, directions and points of interest near uh, the particular location. And then also they said, like, if the trains get uh, delayed, it'll uh, begin like a little dance <laughs> to entertain commuters. That's so good. And I was just saying, New York desperately needs these things. because they would just... We got Showtime, though. Is it going to be <laughs> Showtime? Showtime? Is it going to be Pepper? I was just thinking, if, while, while I'm waiting for the R train for like 45 minutes, uh, as Pepper begins like an entertaining little dance... I have some uh, some thoughts about what a typical New York commuter might think about <laughs> doing with Pepper, because also Pepper is small. Right. Pepper right. is like, which is also good, because like if Pepper were like ten feet tall, it'd be terrifying. Right. It would. <laughs> but, but if it started doing the worm or something, I mean, come on. Too. But but it's just like it's small enough that I think if you get angry at it, 
you could do stuff to it. And like, if I'm waiting there for might be some peppers punted. Yes. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, enough on pepper. I apologize. Pepper sprayed. Uh, we'll begin our GoFundMe. One of the uh, things that was, show, was on my list was just, uh, you, you brought up uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. So yeah. is actually another book. So I gave a book ah. recommendation last week's pod. And then books are these uh, analog devices. Correct. Keep going. That have paper in them i believe so and yeah they, and they they involve flipping through them and words not even necessarily word uh not necessarily because you could get this on audible you could get it on kindle so it, it the paper is not a prerequisite for this book experience. wait are you telling me there that books can be consumed that's a that's an inch we should track that trend that's interesting yeah, yeah but anyway this yeah. book this book you're describing yeah is um astrophysics for people in a hurry mm. Uh, so it's, it's basically the history of everything in a couple hundred pages written by, and I think the audible, um, book is actually narrated by uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, ah. who is just a, a national treasure and, um, a, uh, someone who, who I've seen live and, uh, and I, I happen to really like, and I, I think it's good, um, to think about uh, some of these really mind-expanding slash mind-blowing concepts of things at an incredible scale in terms of time or density or um, just scope uh, of the history of the universe. Mm -hmm. I think that sets you up to be a better learner in anything else that you're doing. So, um, or it's, you know, or it's super depressing. <laughs> but uh, I think that, you know, this could be a good primer on the universe and a good primer for all of the other learning that you intend to do. So this kind of like gets you, gets you in the mood nice. um, is uh, you got a little NDGT yeah. uh, action. Yeah, it's yeah. a good callback to, to uh, when we were talking about Duolingo and uh, the idea of uh, learning a new language or, or learning a new sport. Uh, maybe it was in the TB12 uh, episode on sports of like that it forces, it, it makes you a better learner overall. So, you know, reading up on astrophysics or, or the introduction could be a really better way to learn other things as well. I do think it's interesting when you Google uh, adult learner gifts 2017. A lot of it is the idea of getting them gifts while they're learning, not for the learning. So it's uh, the idea of a spa session, or it's a vacation, or it's you know a new phone or a new laptop. It's things to help them learn, not specifically the learning itself. Like you saw with the the kids uh, last time out, uh, where it was the robot building or the STEM training or those sort of things. So it's an interesting dichotomy. Dichotomy, and I think Mike, you made a great point of which of the kid toys would make for good adult gifts to, to sort of change the mindset and change how we interact with things. I will say the best gift you can give uh, this holiday season is a subscription to training and education, which is free. It's free. Uh, it's so, so you can share uh, this gift that keeps on giving each week, yeah. every Tuesday. And, and you can wrap it up with love. That's true. You and know? all you need is love. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Mike, it, it, as we look at it, it, I just found that interesting that you, if you, you look at some of those lists, it's very much, peripheral gifts of for the learner, not for learning it's yeah. when it comes to adult learners. Yeah, exactly. I was going to go right in this direction where I thought the, the mindset and the assumptions about the mindset for the emerging generation are very different from the assumptions for like say Gen X upward. Uh, and uh, I think I think Gen X upward is going to need to learn how to use these new tools and, you know, use automation, use robotics, use technology in new and creative ways. And in many ways, 
you know, we've witnessed the impact of uh, technology and sort of the digital revolution on our lives. So there's no reason why we shouldn't be able to lean in and engage. Uh, I just think some folks uh, think of it as, well, I had my opportunity when I was a kid. The toys were only the way they were. There was only whatever I could learn while I was an undergrad or, you know, whatever graduate degree I might have gotten. And, uh, and that's it. You know, once I was 25, I stopped learning. And uh, that, particularly when it comes to digital readiness and being able to engage, I was thinking a lot about seniors and like, how do, Absolutely. Uh, how do folks, you know, let's say in their 60s, 70s, 80s, even older, uh, what types of uh, STEM and digital tools make sense uh, for, for that set? Because uh, I think it's always a, you know, a continuum. Some folks are more uh, ready to adopt the new. But, uh, but I, think it's, I think it's actually good for your brain to have to learn how to engage in new ways and to not treat the digital as this other thing that I'm not really going to learn as much about. Brandon, you mentioned before Coursera and Udemy and sort of these uh, MOOC sites or, or course sites where you can buy a subscription. Coursera, obviously, going to more of that binge learning model, which we've talked about in the past. Is buying someone a subscription to one of them on par with buying someone a gym membership? Like, are you saying here, you need this? Like, is, is, that, is that bad territory to walk down when we're talking yeah, about education? That's interesting. I think it is in one respect, which is that you're committing someone to do something in an ongoing way that is, um, you know, you really have to make sure that the, the, the target of your purchase is into that. Um, but I feel like you're like getting someone gym membership is being like, Hey, you're a little fat maybe. Um, and, and I think that, well, this, uh, Hey, you're a little dumb. Maybe like that's, that's my question. Yeah, no, but I, what I'm saying is like, when I, I am looking at you and I am getting you a gym membership, there is more uh, necessarily more judgment. Like I think that, that um, people will feel more judged than I'm looking right. at you and I'm getting you a, a Coursera course or a you know, great courses uh, course. That makes you feel like you're already like ripped, you know, but you're going to get even more ripped um like i feel like that's the that's where your mind goes like if you if and, and particularly by the way who who are these people who are actually doing this before we've inspired them to <laughs> who are like getting their friends and family uh you know subscriptions to coursera or great courses like those people are already have self-selected towards for both the giver and the recipient have self-selected towards like the more educationally enlightened people out there i would guess right um, so I feel like there, that's probably a gift that's received judgment free versus, um, Hey, maybe for Christmas, for the holidays, I will encourage you to buy less food. Right. Like, I, that's my gift to you. I think of it, Brandon, you could do it on your phone when you're at the person's apartment. Like you, you could buy them the course and their gift right in front of them. You wouldn't have to buy it ahead of time. You, I could. It's perfect. That's perfect. I think it's also one of those examples where you got two avenues to take. One is you buy them a subscription, you let them serve themselves. The other is you buy them a specific book or a specific micro-credential that is personal to them. So like, you know, I'm getting you, but it's hard. I mean, it's interesting which courses are, would you want to make that level of leap for? Because also if you choose a course that somebody's like, yeah, not particularly interested in it, they're never going to use it. So it's what I think you could do, here's maybe, here's a uh, sort of hack to this. Yeah. You could get them a gift card, yeah. cash right. gift 
card, like a Visa card yes, for the amount of this course that you're recommending them. Right. And then also like printout feels very analog, but like share with them digitally or otherwise the course that you would have gotten them. Yeah. So it gives, still gives them the optionality to say, no, I'd actually just rather go buy myself a new pair of shoes right. or whatever. Um, but then also has the personality of the gift that you intended to give. I like where you're going with that because it introduces guilt. And it's an important, yeah. it's an important mechanism because like, and also cognitive, uh, cognitive dissonance too, where it's like, I wouldn't have bought this for myself, but since you went this far, thank you. And then, and then I would prefer to accede to your desire here because you're thinking of what's best for me. But if, if I want to, you know, blow it all out, you know, go out to the racetrack and, uh, and bet on the ponies, like I can do that. And I, I like, I like where you're going yeah, I like, I, and, and then have like a nice little like handwritten, uh, card or something yeah, being absolutely. like, you know, I know I would have picked up on the way to see you. I know you love chimpanzees. <laughs> Enjoy this course on, uh, Jane Goodall. on Jane Goodall. Yeah. 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 I think it also, it, it modulates the guilt too, because like there's, if I sign you up for a course, mm-hmm without giving you this optionality to like, you know, to exercise some agency yourself. Right. There's so much guilt right. and there's, and there's just anger. There might be probably. resistance. Yeah. It's resentment. like resentment. Yeah. I'll show there's, you. There's oh, no I, I know what I'm doing on Tuesdays now. Like, <laughs> you know, that's like, that's like, that's no, nobody likes that gift. Right. 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 So I think, I think we found, we found our, our way to, to give the gift of education. Yeah. And all, I, the language is also a good one too, where like you can give them, I mean, that's where giving the flexibility where like you don't necessarily, if you know somebody well enough, like, Hey, you're going to Japan. Here's a Rosetta stone to learn Japanese. Sure. But if it's like, I know you want to continue to learn. How about a new language? How about a subscription to uh, Duolingo or Duolingo is free, but, (laughs) but you know, honestly, that's what I'm giving you for the holidays, Mike. (laughs) But it is interesting when you think about digital readiness is like, you know, it's almost like you need to hijack their phone and like download the app for them and show them this is how you use it. Right. I think lots of times people, like even if you give them like a gift card, if to redeem it, they're going to have to use an app they don't typically do and go to a marketplace they don't typically go to. Like that barrier beyond the cost barrier is real. And you got to make, which is also why I think if it's like, you give them like a physical toy that is part right. of the interface and then like you still have to hook them up with the app though too i'm just thinking at the aging set yeah no i know? think that's interesting i think the gift could be a gift of your time also mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm imagining um my parents are are decent with uh with their their way around an, uh, an app store and apps but let's f- let's fast forward another five ten years something like that um when the next next thing is something that they're less less good at um like actually giving your time to not just get them something, even though that something is free, mm-hmm. like, but actually blocking out your time to spend with them, to show them how to, how to use it and how to, how to actually start to, to connect those hooks for them. Um, I think that's, uh, that's interesting too. Yeah. I was thinking about it for seniors too. Like if there could be um, like FaceTime buddies, you know, like just ways yeah. to kind of connect to other people and learn from each other. Cause it the does. Bobo, perhaps. Uh, Pavo, <laughs> Pavo for seniors. There I think that is. might be uh, that might be challenging in a way. But, uh, but what about you, Dan? How about uh, 
what, which which of these uh, these items were uh, were intriguing to you? Uh, you know, there's still time if we want to do a Secret Santa for you to <laughs> something. Oh, that would be a fun Secret Santa. Uh, the uh, the big one, I think, the discussion you guys just had uh, actually piqued my interest of the idea of access to more education, not necessarily here learn astrophysics or here learn this specific topic, but here's, I, I think you would like this. Here's how to get to it. I'm going to help you with it. Um, I, I think it's a really intriguing one. I actually uh, decided uh, I'm giving myself the gift this holiday season of letting my seven-year-old teach me piano. And I, I am not a musical person. I, I believe I, I will, I can do it. Uh, we started playing Jingle Bells together last night. She was teaching me the notes on the piano. Uh, and I, I'm hoping uh, that I can learn enough to be uh, 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 okay at it. Uh, she's already very good. We had her recital on Sunday. Uh, but to the point we've talked about, about adult education, um, I'm going analog. Like I want to be sitting at the piano with my daughter and, and having her teach me and show me how she does it. Hopefully, that'll help her learn more, get her more engaged. Uh, but also, will be me trying something new. It's growth mindset. I would have said two years ago, I can't play the piano. Like I, like I cannot, it's not something that's in me, uh, but trying it out now and uh, may find an app or two to, to help me along the way to do that. Uh, a little uh, self-gifting uh, this holiday season for myself. But um, I think there's a lot out there. And I, I think the, the separation between the peripheral gift that is to a student and the idea of actually the robotics or, or the courses is a, an interesting discussion that we continue probably at a, at a different time. Uh, Brendan, any final thoughts here before we say so long for the gift-giving episodes of Trending in Education? Uh, I, I was going to say no, but then I was going to say something. So I feel like people do that a lot, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, yes, and. Yes, uh, Dan. I just think it's, it's fun to think about the gift of education, whether it's giving yourself something, whether it's putting money in a 529 for a, a child or, you know, someone who is in your family, um, you know, who is going to go on to higher ed. I, I, or if it's giving, you know, getting something for, I think I already said yourself, but uh, for anybody, including yourself, I think is, um, is a fun way to think about combining things that we, that we like, which are education and getting presence. Yeah. Uh, I think it's, I think it's nice. So I hope that whatever you do this holiday season, whatever holidays those are for you, that, um, that, uh, listener, uh, you find a way to introduce some education and, and hopefully some fun into, uh, into the holiday season. Mike, any final thoughts uh, before we go? Yeah. Similar thought, you know, uh, take the time to think about what you might be able to teach the folks you care about in your lives and also take the time to think about what you might be able to learn from them. Because lots of times people uh, would love to teach, again, if you're thinking about, um, you know, the older set, uh, you know, frequently they want to give something back. They want to they be listened to. They want to be understood and, and heard. Uh, and uh, I think that's, uh, that's beneficial on both sides. You know, so like you learn and they feel, they feel valued and they, they're, they're providing well, something uh, for Well, a great set of episodes here for kids and adults and a nice turn here at the end about uh, how we can give back in education and learn uh, as we continue on. Uh, we're going to leave it right there. Happy holidays. Obviously, as December rolls on, we'll have more training and education for you before the year is out. Uh, but until then, let us know uh, what gifts you're giving this year at uh, Trending and Ed on Twitter or Trending and Ed on Facebook. Of course, you can find us at TrendingEd.com as well. Until next time, you've been listening to Trending in Education.